is the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 155, Keeping It Real, really loud. <laughs> Keeping it real, maybe for the second time, but actually for the 155th time, because we're always doing our best to keep it real, but we might have a show title floating around out there called Keeping It Real, because there comes a time in everyone's life when you have to just slow down the bus and keep it real. I guess in the sense of keeping it real, we do have this concern when we start a show title, if we've used it before, but I think we both realized, does it really matter? Because if we're not going to say the exact same thing again. We couldn't if we tried. Mm -mm. We really couldn't. And we're continually evolving and continually facing new unique challenges. And I told Tim, I said, there's nothing juicier than the truth. (laughs) And we have had a juicy week, so to speak. So to speak, yeah. So you want to tell the story? You want me to? (laughs) I'll tell the story. Wait, before we tell the story, the idea of sharing this, as I said, nothing's juicier than the truth. So we're going to share something crazy that happened. But I feel like um, even before we do that, just this idea of, um, uh, how do I say, like when I first had the idea or we had the idea of doing this podcast, I thought who really could do a podcast with their spouse? (laughs) What a crock, right? Like to have to somehow bring the kind of energy required for a show. And in fact, even my friend Pearl shared a show with me that was a husband and wife duo. And I was listening to him. I was like, what a sham. Gross. (laughs) How gross can you get? And then we became that gross couple. That sham. That sham. And I feel like even in the idea of keeping it real is no matter how silly or playful or fun we are with each other, which we really are, we are also nasty rude and impossible towards each other sometimes mm-hmm. we <laughs> try really hard not to do that right before the show because then it kills you the listener vibe. gets to pick up on that so we try not to do that that's disrespectful we, to you guys but. probably five times out of 155 we walked away from the microphones because we didn't yeah. have the right energy yeah. to share just do it later or the yep. next day or yeah and sometimes we cut it close because mm-hmm. we typically record a day or two before it releases so in lieu of keeping it real, I just kind of wanted to share that somehow we have evolved to become a couple mm-hmm. with a podcast. And I do feel good about that because we have a lot of unique things to share. We're continually learning, expanding, and growing, growing a business together. Uh, we're both on a personal development path, which lends itself to sharing on the show. Every single week, we could easily can share 20 minutes worth because mm-hmm. we're just consolidating um, seven days worth of growth and yeah, learning. And we're sharing our per- perspective of what we've experienced in that time. Right. Not the truth. Not the truth. Simply it's a truth or our, our truth. Our, yeah. Our truth. Yes. I prefer our truth. So it's never like this here. We have exactly everything figured mm-hmm. out. Um, we still are learning. Even after spending 20 years together, we're still learning uh, how to thrive uh, in this environment. And I believe just as someone else's truth is shared to me, doesn't mean that if I do it, it'll, it will work for me just as, as my truth doesn't necessarily mean it'll work for anyone else, but take from it what you will. I do think though, the idea of sharing our stories is very powerful. Yeah. 
And that's part of why we do it because we think there's some value in, mm -hmm. Hey, here's my learned experience. Maybe that'll help you. A hundred percent. I mean, on my journey, there's been stories from other people that's helped me a ton. So, so I just kind of felt like in that same vein of keeping it real, I wanted to share the idea that, um, it's, it's very real that we're doing this podcast together and that it's generally fun and also can be challenging sometimes mm -hmm. just like business this week all right now you can share that story well maybe for a little backstory um for the people that don't know the majority of our business is done on amazon that's how we started <clears throat> that's how we sell a big chunk of our inventory it goes through amazon yeah before uh <clears throat> When we first started, we only sold on Amazon. True. We were exclusively available on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And then we realized, oh, hold up. Mm -hmm. This is a little bit risky. Mm -hmm. We need to be available elsewhere in case Amazon gets ticked off at us. And so, you know, that's mm -hmm. when we started to decide to open up our own store and that sort of thing. So recently, with some of the challenges that's going on in our economy, um, Amazon decided to lower the inventory volume for all, for all companies, not just ours, all and that was tricky for us because we have inventory in our at our manufacturer that we're trying to get into Amazon to get to you guys. And that level they lowered us to required us to basically send something almost weekly into Amazon just to keep enough inventory in hand. Well, then on top of that, Amazon goes back and they look at your sales volume and your lower sales volume. They start... Um, well, first they start telling you, hey, you need to get this inventory out of here or sell more, basically. And if you have trouble with that, they start just adding up more fees. So we knew we needed to move um, Redoxy. Yeah, all, basically everything below our four mood probiotics. Yeah. We are known for our four mood probiotics mm -hmm. and the additional items we have, blend, Redoxy, and melatonin, are kind of these add-on bonuses for I mean, the brand. And, and from their point of view, it's strictly numbers. It's like, what's your sales volume? What do you sell? On a daily basis, okay, you can have um, 30 times that in inventory okay, or something like that. To be or, clear, Blend, Redoxy, and mm -hmm. Melatonin are all the same kind of slower, yeah. lower. The reason Redoxy is a problem is because we had so many, mm -hmm. and that is a whole nother story. Yeah. So, Which, do we want to tell that story? <sighs> Probably don't have time. We don't have time. Anyway. So we had quite a few of So Redoxy. that's the backstory. Yep. That's why we wanted to kind of move some Redoxy. Um which is why we've had various sales, different mm -hmm. promotions, trying to get that rolling. Mm -hmm. um, so we had the idea of maybe to do a little offer of buy one, get one. Because prior to that, we've only done, okay, here's a 40% off deal on Redoxy. We've done mm -hmm. some big, or here's, I can't remember what all we've done, but some we've different stuff, promos. Yeah. Get it moving, get it moving, get it moving. And in the setup of that, we had an idea of maybe we do... Um, buy one, get one with a code, without a code. And I ended up doing both. And then someone figured out that if you somehow combine those, you get two items for free. And pay nothing. And pay nothing. But this um, all happened within 30 minutes. So I don't remember what day. Was it Thursday? Tuesday, very Tuesday. Tuesday. You came to me and said, hey, have you seen the sales today? And I was no look and it was insane like sales were flying out at the time <laughs> we didn't know people were combining the order and getting them free 
and getting them free. And within about 30 minutes to an hour, our complete inventory was wiped out. 300 milligram, 1000 milligram. Completely gone. Gone. So. And first, pretty excited. Like, oh, wow. Great. We cleared this out. That's what we wanted to do. Buy one, get one is a great idea. And then a little then. bit more research, we found <laughs> that people are getting a 100% discount. That's a very big discount, my friends. Yeah. That was not what we intended. No. And just to be clear, I think it's important to note, like, within the context of what we had available, it was $47,000 of retail goods, retail price. Gone. Gone. And no dollars. No dollars in our pocket. pocket. (laughs) I've reached out to Amazon and asked for clarification on this because in my mind at best, it's a buy one, get one. So if they apply both, it'd be buy one, get two free. Yeah, we were hopeful. But we're still waiting, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't look too good. And at first we're like, okay, well, we kind of need to move it anyway. And then we had the realization that Amazon has their fees that we are still paying, even though we... We got zero dollars. We're still paying them their fees for yeah. handling it and getting it to the customers. So, and it may net out negative for us. Very negative. Free ninety nine for the customer. Very negative for Lifted Naturals. Uh, okay, let's take a moment of silence for that Redoxy loss. So, so right. Then the I guess the cherry on top is all our inventory is gone. Um. So we did have some more inventory at our manufacturer we were going to send in, but Amazon said, well, giving, given your sales history, not including Recently. last Tuesday, you can't send any in. <laughs> You've been classified you as a, um, oh, I can't what they long-term call it. storage, long-term storage, and you're not allowed to send it in for at least three months. So we actually moved up to ranked seven, number seven in vitamin C, which is phenomenal, crazy, Wait. but. We had nothing to sell, so I don't I haven't looked recently, but we I'm sure we've dropped back down. Yeah, the rank of vitamin C on Amazon has probably dropped back down. So the point of the story is lots of points to the story. Take a deep breath before you put one finger on no, this point of the story. But but honestly, from my perspective, luckily I have a very caring and supportive wife. <laughs> I really thought she might kill me when she figures out what happened, and she laughed about like she's laughing now. Um, uh, but the point of the story, uh, I do think. It's unfortunate that Amazon would even allow that to happen. And I do think there is a small possibility that it is a fluke and they'll make good on it. We don't know how exactly. Don't know how or why, but maybe. But I'm not, this is not a complaint and I'm not complaining about um, the situation and I don't feel like a victim. Um, And I do know that every time something like this happens, something really good happens for us. Right. And I've, we've said this throughout the time we've been doing this podcast that every time, every time, like when, uh, mood boosting, the listing was turned off, turned off for nine days or was it six days? Nine. Nine days. I thought that was going to be horrible and ended up not so bad. Yeah. We learned from it. We got a backup inventory system sent somewhere else. We found the lessons, the blessings varied in the lessons. Mm. Um, I did laugh about it because there, it was completely out of our control of how did that happen? Like it was a, I, I think that it's true to say we're not trying to be victims per se, but it was disappointing. It was, yeah. it was caught us off guard. It was a little mind blowing. It's a little frustrating too, because as we look at our sales app, now we have a very convoluted, not accurate yeah. picture of our sales snap 
that we usually use as a guideline of, okay, or how are they in the last 30 days? What are we doing? And now yeah. it's very confusing given that it thinks it shows we sold $47,000 worth for Doxy when really we got nothing for it at this point. But Amazon's internal team is looking into it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll be sure to give you a follow-up on that if you're curious how that's going to pan out. Um, I said that there was no real reason to be mad at it also because I immediately put myself in your shoes and imagined that I did it, that I created the code and then created the other code. Mm -hmm. And I thought, how would I hope that you would treat me in this situation? <laughs> how would I hope that you would you know, handle that? And... Um, also, as I always do when something like this happens, I stop and say, what am I supposed to learn from this? What is the lesson that I'm having to get so strongly? Like, I feel like there's whispers and then there's kind of screams. And this kind of felt a bit more of a shouty, mm -hmm. shouty shout. And so that's when I came to you and said, is there, do you think that we're doing this wrong with these additional products like blend, melatonin, redoxy? I said, we started this as the mood probiotic people. Yeah. Are we getting too diluted by offering these other things that we've found helpful for health, for sleep, for whatever? Mm -hmm. And the answer is we're not entirely sure just yet, but I'm always willing to ask these important questions. What is the lesson I'm needing to learn from this? Or what is the lesson that's continuing to present itself that I might not be listening to? And also zoom, zoom, zoom way out big picture. Like this is not, this is not something we can't recover from. The most important things in life have not been impacted by this. Um, yeah. I mean, we've shared on here before that there was a point where our Facebook ad account got turned off. Mm -hmm. And up until that point, we felt like that was how we drove business. That's how we got our word out to people was through Facebook marketing. Mm -hmm. And there was a point where you had asked me, should we turn off the ads? And I said, we can't, I don't know what would happen if we did. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared, like, what if it, we get zero sales and, you know, all these things. And then Facebook did it for us. They mm -hmm. turned up, they, they, uh, they didn't delete our account. They suspended it. We still don't know why, but they did. And we had no more Facebook ads and nothing happened. It actually got better. Our sales got better and we kind of moved away from that. And I think this is the same thing. These are, there's are questions that, from this, you asked me about other parts of the business that I have to be honest and address immediately because um, we were, you know, kind of forced upon certain things. And I think that's what we're, that's what we'll learn from this, or what I've learned from this, is to be more serious and to look at certain things a little more critical and not worry about what's going to happen if we turn those off. Yeah, I think part of keeping it real and sharing though is that I don't know you. You were quick to say like I'm not complaining. I'm not a victim. Like. I respect that and because I feel like it, but I don't want to. Okay. That's what I feel I like that, we need to, if, if we're really going to keep it if real, keep it real <laughs> I feel like this happened to me. Yes. And I, the, if I'm going to be like, I was telling our son one time, we, he was talking about something and I said, ask yourself the truth because you can't lie to yourself. You can come up with something like, well, I think it's this and that, but do you believe it? Cause if you don't, you can't BS yourself. There's mm -hmm. just no way deep down, you know, and this is an example of that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, as I was saying, if we're going to really keep it real, we mm -hmm. are battling this inner demon of victimization. Hmm. We're battling this. 
um, you know, our sales, we've talked about a bit, I think how yeah. we've been, uh, trying different things uh, such as pivoting away from maybe so much social media. And we hired a company at yeah. the very beginning of 2021. And we were, uh, g- really given a lot of great sales metrics and goals that they mm-hmm. were going to help us reach. And they were more expensive than any company we've ever hired. And it was plausible the way they wanted to go about it. It seemed like something we could do. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just didn't really work like that. And the next month it didn't either. And then it continued to not work like that. And we had to have a difficult decision to essentially fire this company that we had hoped would bring us the next level of sales results. And instead, from our tax people's perspective, we kind of made a big mistake. They're like, you paid all this money and they didn't get you these results. And so since then we've hired another company and this is basically within the context of Amazon pay-per-click, which they help mm-hmm. manage that among other things. And, um, this new company that's helping us has been less uh, over promisey, which is kind of good. They're, mm-hmm. they're more. And they've also been more accountable. There was yeah. one month where they didn't perform and they didn't charge us. Yeah. So that's interesting. So, but something positive that they've said to us is your company continues to get a significant portion of sales as organic sales versus a lot of the companies we've worked for or with. Um, it's a lot of paid advertising and we're like, okay, what's that mean? And they said, well, that means that you have a good product because people keep coming back to buy yeah. it. Okay. Wonderful. We knew that, but can you find new customers? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm shouting. That's been our our challenge as this mm-hmm. small family company of having an awareness issue. If people don't know about us, they can't buy us. So um, within the supplement realm, it's become increasingly competitive. That's what everyone that we're working with is telling us, that this space, uh, given the current situation of the world, has become more and more crowded, so to speak, with bigger and bigger brands that have marketing budgets that make ours look like a joke. They can spend seven, 10, 70 times more than us. Yeah. And that's kind of what's happening on Amazon now and even in the digital marketing space, but yeah, Facebook ads are the same way. These too. big companies are coming in and their, their monthly budget is a hundred times our annual budget. So, I mean, you just can't compete with them. Right. And so we've said, we don't want to compete with them. Actually, no, we want yeah. to just get super crystal clear on who we're here to serve and serve them so well, so wildly well that that makes the impact that we're here to make. Uh, but I just shared some more of that backstory because I feel like that is the essence of keeping it real is to look into the business, look into the minds of people that are frustrated and yeah. still showing up yeah, frustrated or disappointed and still doing what we can to stay elevated and to stay focused and to keep the faith that what we know is meant for us can't pass us by. And I think it's that, that essence that I want to bring to the podcast, not that things are always going to be up, but that whether they are or they aren't, we are practicing, we are learning, tapping into the energy of, of what we know is possible of what we know to be our deepest truth, which is an unshakableness compared to a very, uh, frustrated or disappointed current reality to literally be able to think and feel greater than your current circumstance is how you break through to that next level. And we know that, and we're practicing that, but we are literally in the trenches, I think. So let me ask you this. Um, there was a point 
in, in my life where I felt like I shouldn't get frustrated. Like, I think it's wrong to get frustrated. Like, this shouldn't be something that frustrates you. And then now I've kind of taken the approach of, okay, frustration is just an indicator, just like pain. It's just an indicator to get your attention. What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Are you going to delve down into more of it, more frustration, and find more examples of it? Or are you going to vibe up and find something positive from this? I think anytime we tell ourselves we shouldn't feel a certain way, we are kind of digging our own hole to stay stuck in. I shouldn't be so frustrated. I shouldn't be so sad. I shouldn't be so lonely. It's literally just a scoop that you're just scooping away, going deeper and deeper into your own wallowing hole. Mm -hmm. Where instead of that, I think that completely surrendering to the emotion allows you to experience it. And then if you, if, and when you're ready, you can release it. Mm -hmm. So like the disappointment that we're experiencing or the frustration, instead of running from it, denying it or saying we shouldn't, it's instead like fully allowing it. What would happen if for 60 seconds, you just allowed yourself to be really frustrated and disappointed? So that was my question. You think it serves a purpose? Absolutely. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I think that that is, foolish to run from something i do it too but Mm -hmm. i'm practicing not doing it but to to run from the uncomfortable emotion because then it just chases you or it stays stuck on you it's like a shadow that's following you Mm -hmm. so instead i think the idea is to literally just embrace it fully the frustration the disappointment all of it just let it all the way in and be with it as closely as you can and i think that the real challenge is to somehow, some way, welcome it or love it. Yeah. Not just be like, you're going to sit here with me. Instead, be like, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to hear what you're trying to tell me. And I'm going to stop running from uncomfortable emotions. Yeah. As you were describing that, that's, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking is it's a part of you. Instead of being afraid of it or trying to push it away or get rid of it, it's actually a part of you and it's here to tell you something. Yeah. And like you said, invite it in, accept it in take the message and then be done with it. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing I kind of want to point out too, is that we've talked about feeling like we're somewhat plateaued within mm. the business as we mm. reached this point that was very, it's very wonderful that we reached it. And then we've just kind of been hanging out on that point. And I just want to say that when you can appreciate that you got to that point, if you're on this nice flat spot of a plateau, Um, there's still so much room for appreciation there too. Mm -hmm. And instead of denying it or being frustrated with it, it's like when you can fully love and accept where it is right now, then that is when the next staircase or ladder or what have you appears for you to, to go to that next level. It's that breakthrough, um, that you are, that we are both so ready for that, uh, when we, can become more fully ready. You and I have both said so many times, there's a reason we don't have what we say we want because we're not ready. But we say we're ready. We said we're yeah. ready. Yeah, but we said we're ready, but on some level, energetically, we are not a match for our desires. How do I know it? Because we haven't created it yet. Yeah, I, I think full transparency, thinking back about when Lifted first started, you and I being on a walk and you explaining to me what you thought lifted is and what it could be. And I just said, it's a movement. It's explaining to people 
what what you, the experiences you've had from taking a probiotic and like kind of working through that. And I said, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here to do. Like, that's what I want to do. But sitting here right now thinking about back about, I haven't acted like that in the last, I don't know how many months I've been worried about this, that, and this and sales volumes and flows. And like, that's not, that's not it. Yeah. It's tapping back into that energy, the why, the original why. And I think that we so often do get misaligned. We get distracted. Mm -hmm. We get overwhelmed. There's a lot. I mean, it's not just about wanting the sales to grow, but it's about all these things we have to manage so that our inventory doesn't run out. Production mm-hmm. times have doubled because yeah. of Corona yeah. times and prices went up and even though we're holding ours. Yeah. The things like that, that continue to happen that we have to make these decisions every single day. So mm-hmm. it's not that you've just gotten completely s- selfish about the vision of the business, but it, it really has grown into something else that we've had to grow with it. Right. But it, it points back to what you were saying is we keep saying we're ready but then I just expressed you energetically. I'm not the same as I was or, right. or the vision. So maybe we're not ready. Yeah. And it's about becoming ready. I think Yeah, that I know what I want. I'm saying what I want. I'm clear about what I want. I can write down what I want. I can share what I want, but am I being it? Hmm. And I think that when we become a match to our desires, then we, we create them. And I think you and I are both very committed to becoming a match to our desires and we do feel like there's some changes that are happening because of that and the really tricky thing is is some people won't like those choices yeah and that's what gets even more complicated the bigger you get as a company the different products you have are are no longer going to be able to have Mm -hmm. it gets really complicated because you won't be able to please everyone in order to become that version of yourself that you know you are destined to become. You can be the juiciest peach in all of Georgia, and there's still going to be somebody who don't like peaches. <laughs> I never heard that. Yeah. Did you just make that up? No, oh. I wish I did. I don't know who made that up. Never. Full credit, I stole it. Somebody in Georgia. <laughs> Maybe. This episode has been brought to you by our mood probiotics. We are the mood probiotic people, as it turns out. Four different mood probiotics, all formulated to help with mood digestion, and immune support. We're going to wrap up this show. We appreciate you listening and we'll catch you next week on the Lifted Life Podcast. Bye.